0: Till the wolves call Bitches let a drink in the club Till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street Till the wolves call Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder extend clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf, so we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver Don, daughter, the top shotter The top spot, final boss you cross That's when your ride stop Bossy yacht with that white chalk Triggers, finger streak my Leave your brains on the sidewalk Niggas that get tough in the hood Till the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club Till the wolves come Surrounded by the sheep in the street Till the wolves come Everyone strip on the floor the wolves come. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the pack <laughs> Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter, Addy nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creepin' through the night, is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice worth your life. And suggest, well did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling Delorean Podcast. This is episode 283. We are moving, baby. We have a huge week. I already talked about Monday Night Raw from April 23rd. I already talked about TNA, Bound for Glory 2006 on Monday and Tuesday. And now this is Wednesday. We are here with ECW Hardcore TV from September 5th, 1998. But wait, before we get into all of that, I got to give a big shout out and salute all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers from all over the world. Because of you, there is a fucking Wrestling DeLorean podcast on a network like the Bloodline Network. So thank you. Speaking of the Bloodline Network, throw your ones up in the air and make sure you hit that subscribe button for the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for the Circle of Debate. Follow on all the social medias at Bloodline Entertainment Network. Follow on all the social medias for Circle of Debate, and make sure you go on Instagram and follow at Wrestling Delorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Circle of Debate, and most importantly, follow on Twitter at W underscore Delorean Pod, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Come along for the ride, because if you ain't riding with us, you ain't riding with us. I, I don't know Was i supposed to say. you ain't riding with us, you better run from us. Or if you ain't riding with us, you're going to run the fuck over. I don't know. Just fucking ride with the Wrestling DeLorean. No matter where I'm at, whether it's Circle Debate, Bloodline, fucking audio podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, come along for the ride. Wrestling DeLorean Podcast is always going to be riding in your area ladies and gentlemen make sure you go to manscaped.com big shout out to the sponsors at manscaped.com let me calm down for a bit you know i get a little hype on wednesdays you know i get a little hype on wednesdays because i talk about my favorite wrestling promotion of all time ec motherfucking w but before we talk about ec motherfucking w let's talk about grooming your private parts make sure you go to manscaped.com and get 20% off site-wide when you put in the promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N. You don't want to miss out on the promo code. It's not going to last forever, so make sure you take full advantage of getting it. No cap. No cap at all. No matter what it is. Get 20% off site-wide for manscaped.com. Ladies and gentlemen, also make sure you cop some merchandise, some Circle Debate merchandise, some Wrestling DeLorean podcast merchandise. We have the best merchandise going in the motherfucking game. Check it out now. All right, we're here. We're ready. Let's do this. Let's go back in time to September 5th, 1998. We're going to be talking about ECW Hardcore TV. We have a huge Singapore Cane match in the main event between Justin Credible and the Sandman. And we have the debut, the official debut of Tammy Lynn Stitch and maybe her doppelganger, Tammy Lynn Bitch. So let's talk about ECW Hardcore TV. Let's go back in time. Let's strap in our seatbelt. Let's go to 1998, baby. This episode of ECW Hardcore TV takes place like many episodes of ECW Hardcore takes place in the world-famous ECW arena on the corner of Swanson and Rittner in South Philadelphia. Shout out to all my South Philadelphians. Shout out to all my Philadelphians. Shout out to the South Philly psycho itself, Dom. Definitely hype for this episode of ECW Hardcore TV. We start off with Lance Storm coming out with a new valet. You may know her as Dom Marie, but at this point, She's not Dom Marie. She is Tammy Lynn Bitch. Who pretends to be the real Tammy Lynn Stitch. But Tammy Lynn Bitch is the new valet for Lance Storm. Uh, he basically says that Tammy, this is the real Tammy, not that not that blonde girl that you see with Chris Candido. This is the real Tammy. This is the girl, the girl who slept with Shawn Michaels. This is the girl who did favors for the men in the back to advance her career. This is the girl who is. Constantly hitting up Lance Storm for some favors. And now he said, I cave in. I'm going to give Tammy Lynn Sitch all of Lance Storm. Because now he is with, she is with me. No longer with Chris Candido. This leads to Chris Candido coming out with the real Tammy Lynn Sitch, a.k.a. Sonny, who is officially now, no longer with the WWF, officially signed full-time with ECW. This was... No, funny because this is like the fourth or fifth time we've seen Sonny on ECW, but never before was Sonny not a part of the WWF contract when she came. She would come illegally under WWF contract. We all know that's how they try to market it, but it was really with the partnership with WWE and ECW. But this is the first time where she's officially out of her WWF contract and she is with ECW and with her husband, Chris Candido. This leads to a matchup between Chris Candido with Tammy Lynn Sitch versus Lance Storm with Tammy Lynn Bitch, a.k.a. Dawn Marie. Um, Really good matchup. These guys have amazing, amazing, amazing matches because they're two amazing, amazing, amazing wrestlers. Uh, Candido and Lance Storm have great chemistry with each other, two of the most underrated technical wrestlers in the game. But my biggest problem is I would be a hypocrite if I would come on here and mention how much i love this matchup when i'm on you know the circle of debate talking about oh jungle boy versus christian cage this is the never-ending storyline this here is the never-ending storyline chris candido and lance storm been feuding since november of 1997 it is september 5th of 1998 we're almost a year into this feud and it really didn't advance either lance storm or chris yet. So I'm kind of begging for them to go a different direction with these guys. You know, we, we already talked about for numerous times how these guys went from tag team champions to two, te- two guys who hated each other but had to defend the tag team champions. To finally losing those champions to Rob Van Dam and Sabu. To having to face each other at Hardcore Heaven. To having to face each other at Heat Wave. And now they're still facing each other on this episode of ECW Hardcore TV. They faced each other last week on ECW Hardcore TV. When is enough enough for this feud between Chris Candido and Lance Storm? And this match had one of the most idiotic finishes ever because Tammy Lynn Bitch comes into the ring and she tries to distract Chris Candido, which leads to Tammy Lynn Sitch coming into the ring and doing a catfight fight with Tammy Lynn Bitch or as... Joy Styles would say it. Cat fight! We have a cat fight here between Tammy and Dawn Marie. And then you had uh, Lance Storm pick Tammy Lynn Sitch, Sunny, in the air with a power slam. But then Chris Candido nails Lance Storm in the back of the head with a steel chain, leading to Sunny landing on top of Lance Storm and pinning him? She wasn't even a competitor in the matchup. One, two, three, she pins Lance Storm? and they announced the winner of the matchup is Tammy? Sunny pins Lance Storm? And she's not even in the matchup? ECW, as much as I love you, you are not immune to idiotic booking, just like any other wrestling company is not immune to idiotic booking. This was fucking stupid. Moving on. Next matchup, we have the second-ever matchup of Sally Graziano, the 600-pound, eight. Mammoth of a man. He goes one-on-one against former eliminator, John Cronus. This matchup ends in legit 20 seconds when John Cronus gets hit with a fucking monstrous Samoan drop by Sally Graziano. After the matchup, Judge Jeff Jones says that he will be now representing Sally Graziano, and nobody can come face-to-face with the giant Sally Graziano. Out comes Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley wants a matchup against Sally. We saw Spike Dudley beat Sally Graziano in legit 20 seconds last week. He comes out, hits the low blow on Sally, hits the acid drop, and one, two, three, Spike Dudley beats him this time in 10 seconds. So, Sally Graziano, big monster, not going far when you lose every week in a mere couple seconds to Spike Dudley. Next matchup, we have a very underrated wrestler who toured the Indies, had little shots here and there for WWE and WCW, but had more opportunities here in ECW. It is Tommy Rogers, aka the inventor of the Tamikaze, aka the Imprettier. He also helped train Christian Cage. He goes against. Tracy Smothers, another guy who was in the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame, another guy who had opportunities with WCW, the Territories and WWF, and a guy who's found here in ECW, found himself in the ECW and is making himself a second coming of his career here. These two guys have a really good matchup. In the end, Tracy Smothers wins when he pins Sally Grazi, well, when he pins uh, Tommy Rogers. But on the outside, we have a big brawl between the FBI and Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten, which leads to Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, and Tommy Rogers to go against Tracy Smothers, Little Guido Maritato, and Tommy Wildfire Rich. In the end, the FBI pick up the victory on that match as well. Very weird to see a pure wrestler like Tommy Rogers in a team with the hardcore chair-swinging freaks Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten, two hardcore deathmatch wrestlers. Main event, though, we have the Sandman going up against Just Incredible and Jason in a Singapore Cane match. There has been two other Singapore Cane matches in ECW history, one being the matchup that made Tommy Dreamer a star to the ECW crowd. The winner of the Singapore Cane match gets the opportunity to get 10 Singapore cane shots on their opponent if you guys remember it was the world famous you know Singapore cane match between Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman where Tommy Dreamer went from a pretty boy to a hardcore legend when Tommy Dreamer took those 10 cane shots from Sandman turned around and said thank you sir may I have another Sandman here paid respect to Tommy Dreamer, but Sandman has no respect for Justin Credible. He wants Justin Credible's head on the silver platter. Now, this matchup was good. Sandman gets the victory. The Sandman gets the cane, Jason. Justin Credible was not going to let you know himself get cane. Sandman hits Jason with 10 quick cane shots, takes him out. The Sandman is then attacked by Justin Credible. Justin incredible hits the That's Incredible onto a steel chair and then hits the Sandman with some wicked cane shots. And we go off the air with Justin Incredible standing on top of the Sandman's chest, holding up the cane as the new hardcore icon. Good episode, but what I really wanted to talk about here was the significance of this matchup because I didn't know this going into this matchup, but this is the last time we will see the Sandman in the ECW ring. For over a year, I do remember that man goes to WCW, but I don't remember. I didn't remember when man went to WCW. It was here where we had the Sandman's last matchup, and the Sandman could have put anybody over. The Sandman could have had a match with Tommy Dreamer, his you know partner and rival at times, to end his ECW career. The Sandman could have went and got a world title shot. The Sandman could have got a TV title shot. He held both of those goals. The Sandman could have got a tag team title shot. He held that gold as well. The Sandman could have went against the Dudley Boys, who he's been feuding with. The Sandman instead chose to put over Just Incredible. The significance of Just Incredible in ECW at this time was huge because you had big stars like Raven, big stars like Terry Funk, big stars like Sandman. Big stars like even Stevie Richards at the time. All these guys leaving. A huge star in the franchise, Shane Douglas, injured and on the shelf. The Sandman was a huge star. And for him to leave was a huge deal because you had all these well known guys in ECW. And ECW for the last year has been steadily building Just Incredible up to that main event status. And here, Just Incredible standing one foot on the chest of the Sandman showed that he is now in that main event status, showed that he is now at the upper echelon. Just incredible has victories over Jerry Lynn. he has international victories over the great Sasuke, he has victories over Tommy Dreamer, and now he has a victory over the Sandman. This man deserves a title shot, and I think that it was a cool way, instead of the Sandman getting one final victory for ECW and then going off to to the sunset going to wcw it was cool for the Sandman to give back to the company that made him before he left by putting over just incredible right before he left okay episode of vcw i'm not gonna lie i give this shit maybe a one star out of five and the reason why is because the idiotic booking of the first matchup and also even booking that first matchup after seeing it a hundred times in the last year Candido versus storm Sally Graziano getting squashed by Spike two weeks in a row the same way. Um, Smothers and Tommy Rogers was a good matchup, but didn't last too long, and it broke down into a six way. And then the main event was good, you know. And I think that that was the highlight of this whole show was the same man making Just Incredible a bigger star, and Just Incredible going off into the main event scene in ECW, while the same man goes off to the WCW. Ladies and gentlemen, what a show this was. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. And if you are a Wrestling DeLorean passenger, guess what? You don't have to wait long because we do this shit five days a motherfucking week. As as Tim King would say, miss the five time. I am here back here tomorrow on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Here for the Circle of Debate and the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We're talking all about a new episode of ROH. It is Ring of Honor. But honor takes over Boston, and it's going to be the fifth show in Ring of Honor's history. We are also going to be back here on Friday to talk about episode two of SmackDown. So we're going to close this week off right. We got two big shows coming forward here on the Rest Wrestling Delorean podcast, so make sure you don't miss it. Hit that subscribe button here on the Circle Debate. Hit that subscribe button on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Go to the website. Check out the Bloodline Entertainment Network website. It is chef. Ah, chef kiss. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll catch you here tomorrow on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Stay strong, stay safe, stay positive.